Hey, good evening, friends. What's happening? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. It is the 1st of July, 2020. 1st of July. Coming up on 4th of July, right? This Saturday. And we are going to be celebrating that in Michigan. Lake Michigan. Lake Makatawa cool town called Holland, Michigan. If you've never been to the Great Lakes, this is unfreaking believable. And I probably podcasted, mentioned this previously about this time last year. <clears throat> One thing that bothers me a little bit is that uh, regarding travel, I haven't been all the places that I want to go. And as I've mentioned previously, oftentimes it feels like we're in a current or on a, some conveyor belt that is like our society. And it puts us at this pace and at this particular station where whatever we're working, we are raising a family. It's like everybody wants to put down roots at some point in their life. Maybe some people travel, get around too much. Well, I went when I was in the Marine Corps for four years. Traveled all over the world, 15 countries, something like that. But as I've said, it wasn't on my terms, you know. It's like you you pull into Italy, you pull into some port town, um look out onto the civilization, an old civilization, let's say in Naples, Italy, an old town, uh, part of the Roman Empire, and you just think about all the vessels that pulled in there, and you smell the diesel fuel, and the, uh, the food, and the restrooms, and all that shit, and you look out onto the civilization, it's like, this is what this is humanity. This is a civilization that you, that you are peering into with all of your senses. And anyway, so I, I, I have traveled quite a bit in the world, but never went to all the cool places I wanted to. When I went to Italy, I did stop in Rome and took a trip to Bethlehem when we went to Israel and saw some cool stuff that many people have never seen or will never see. But there's a lot of places in the, in the United States that I'd like to see. The Great Lakes was a place I'd never been. And uh, my wife's aunt and uncle, they, got a, they bought a place on a small lake in Holland, Michigan. A place called Lake Makatawa. Absolutely beautiful, beautiful home, beautiful lake. Things are just chilling out there, man. It's just like it's I, I refer to it as my frequency. Just it's a frequency of nature. Just I love the ocean. I love the, the kind of a carnival atmosphere of the beach. I can get into the boardwalk and and all that. It's wonderful. But this is a different type of waterfront. I mean this is 
small waves, water lapping the the dock, and you know throwing a fishing line in, sitting there and watching the ducks cruise by and stuff like that. I mean, this is it's just chill mode, and so I'm glad that I visited the Great Lakes, and I'm happy to be going out. We're going to take a road trip uh, this Friday night. We're going to drive through the night and pull in on 4th of July in Holland, Michigan at probably 8 or 9 in the morning, just in time for breakfast and to start our day and to, to have a great time. So we're really excited, a little bit scared because, uh, not scared, but Shit, this is such a fucked up time to be doing anything, let alone traveling. Um, we've got the COVID-19, we've got civil unrest, we've got political shitstorms, people questioning other individuals, and everybody's trying to scramble for some sort of real estate, some sort of rights. Um, it's so complex to even try to tackle that, but there's one thing that I'll, I'll revisit um, regarding that Eckhart Tolle podcast yesterday on uh, that I watched on Russell Brand, Russell Brand's uh, Beneath the Skin podcast. Uh, Eckhart Tolle says that when he drives, when he travels, let's say he's in Canada, well, Canada's got a distinct vibration It's got a feel. It's got an energy about it. That is one thing. And then when he drives in the United States or travels, there's a completely different energy. It's a dynamic energy. It's a kind of a frenzy. I think he didn't want to be negative about it, but he was saying that there's kind of like a, a tension. We'll call it a tension in the United States. Because as a result of this being such a free land and such a place where everybody you know, has historically wanted to be in recent times, land of opportunity, quote-unquote. We kind of got, I feel, we kind of got left with the impression or had the, gave the impression to people that our shit doesn't stink. And here we're being reminded of how fucked up we actually are, the way we're at each other all the time, constantly. It's ridiculous given the progress that we have made, which has been substantial. Um, So there's an energy that uh, is kind of scary out there right now. And this has to do with travel, because we're going to be driving through America, essentially, 10, 11 hour ride, and we're going to be tapping into some of this. I am curious based upon last year, compared to last year, what the vibe is going to be like in this little small town in the Midwest. You know, when the overs roll in, are we going to be as welcome? Is that neighbor going to be so eager to take us out on his boat or let us jump off his dock, given the the virus, you know? Are people going to be wearing masks? They, sh- they should if they're going out in public. Pennsylvania just got just passed, governor just passed, that if you go out in public, you, should, you need to be wearing a mask. I've, I've taken note of some people who have not. You know, they've, they've been out and about. We're all trying to find a balance, but 
shit. I mean, it's crazy. Talk about energy. How about the energy of restaurants being told that they could open because we're in the green phase? And they're just working at <clears throat> indoor dining. Now they just, rug just got pulled out from under them. They've bought supplies, they bought food, they've hired staff back. How are they going to be, how effective are they going to be at their relaunch when everybody's frightened again to go out? It's tough. Bars, restaurants, I mean, uh, we'd like to be nice to survive. <clears throat> but there's still folks out there, despite what you, you know, the science or what uh, the authorities on this issue are saying, they still are convinced that it's bullshit and it's not, you know, unless you're really old or sick, you're going to live through it. It's interesting. It's like the, it's stripped, uh, it, the people are stripped of their filters and they are left standing there. Like, uh, I don't know if I should go out again. Should I go back in the house? Should I, you know, quarantine? Uh, talk about travel. <clears throat> Some intel came down saying that if you go to any one of these states, the Carolinas, Florida, wherever, Texas, and you come back, you have to quarantine for 15 days. Well, how the fuck does that work? You know, what if they decide that, well, if you went to Michigan, <clears throat> that now I have to come back and I have to sit in my house for 15 days. Why not just create, devise some sort of testing stratagem that gives you an opportunity or at least recommends that if you go travel abroad, you be very safe and you socially distance and you also get tested quarantine for 15 days if you haven't even been exposed to it. You know what I mean? So, unless there's something I'm not understanding, it's fucking bizarre, man. Very strange. Um, so, at a time when I'm excited to travel and I'm my kids are growing up and I was supposed to go to hike with my buddy out in uh, Arizona and around Eastern Arizona and Utah. We're going to have a great time. Sleep out on the stars, hike around, exert, guy stuff, you know? That got shot down because of this bullshit. And it's like, when is this going to end, you know? And by the time it ends, am I going to have a... Uh, you know, what is my livelihood going to look like? What is our society going to look like? Are we going to be in fucking civil war before I have the opportunity to uh, to travel and see some of these awesome places, the best of these places um, throughout our country? Because I think it's a wonderful country. It's a wonderful place that we need to protect and, and preserve in every way. I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about that energy. And I'm, felt, I'm touched by it, literally. When people come in and they're... I mean, I'll, I'll end with this. I'm getting close to home. The other day, we had a little drama at home. My wife and I kind of had a disagreement about something. It wasn't a big argument, but it was, you know, it was 
about the kids and we were kind of throttled up and at each other and dog is friggin' hiding in the corner and my wife said fuck you a couple times to me and I didn't she kind of misinterpreted uh, to take me at my word at the assertion that I did not I wasn't trying to accuse her of anything anyway a little family drama and earlier that day I had a friend who's a hairdresser who was just starting back up with the green light had the ability the newfound ability to start her salon back up saw her out in the street said hey well you excited for showtime tomorrow it's last Friday and she told me shared with me how depressed she has been and, and you know and, and she's been in a tough spot because of this you know and I, I felt the emotion the feeling that she was experiencing that she was possessing she shared that with me and I and then later that night after my wife and I got in that pissing contest, another friend reached out and, and, you know, wanted to video chat with me. I'm thinking it's 11 o'clock at night. What do you want to talk about? And him and his wife had a spat. And he was kind of leaning on me. I'm thinking, holy fuck. And, of course, you watch the news. Everybody's at each other's throats. I mean, this is, we really need to watch our energy. And all of us are subject to this. All of us are stressed out. You know, there's a lot of positivity. And we have the opportunity every day. There's a niche for being positive and being helpful and being compassionate. And I believe that that's out there. I was talking to my friend, the Buddhist monk, today about that. And uh, he agreed. He said that, in fact, that there's an opportunity for a lot of compassion. So we need to take that. We need to be that compassion and, uh, and help people and try to shine some bright lights, positivity on a shitty situation. Because, um, you know, as philosopher once said, pointed out, you got to remember that your, uh, your feelings, your thoughts, become your emotions. And your emotions can become your affect, your mood. And then your mood can become your actions. We, we behave, your behaviors are based originally on your thoughts. And so the other day when I uh, regurgitated Eckhart Tolle's wisdom where he said that um, we spend a lot of time thinking and trying to make sense of the things that go through our mind. The ruminations, you know, are, are just thoughts, or random thoughts. You're like, what is that? Why is that? Why am I thinking about that? You know, trying to like psychoanalyze ourselves. And a lot of time, these thoughts have nothing to do with it, nothing. They're irrelevant. However, if you keep having those thoughts and you wake up tomorrow with the same things that were on your mind today, and it was negative shit, stress, etc. And if you're not open to thinking differently, having a different feeling and a different emotion and a different affect, well, then your behavior is going to be the same. And we fall into these patterns going full circle back to uh, what I mentioned at the outset of this podcast, which is uh, the energy. 
the vibe that we put out? You know, at what point does that become permanent? Does that become our track record? You know, we all know the same people who are belly aching about the same things and starting the same fires that they they have forever. And so we need to be open to change and we need to be more limber with our thoughts and we need to turn our attention to the things that really matter and the type of person we really want to be. We do populate our minds, our blank slate. We write all kinds of shit on that, don't we? You know, we decide in a way then the type of life that we're going to lead, the type of relationships we're going to have and the type of society we're going to be. And right now, if you put your ear to the ground thinking of like those old Wild West movies where you could listen to the ground or the tracker does that, it can hear the rumble of the hooves of the buffalo coming or the wildebeest. Wildebeest. Or you put your hand on the train track and you feel for vibration, you listen and you look for smoke on the horizon, those puffs of smoke of that train coming before you cross those tracks with your herd or whatever. You know, we need to be open to this shit. We need to be be watchful of ourselves and our behaviors and our thoughts. And if you're not liking the way you're feeling or the way that your life is or the way that your society is you know, the vibe that it's putting out, we don't have to be that type of people. We don't have to to be in this shitstorm now. The virus, there's only so much we can do about that. And that was the, that was an insult, a major insult to us, an unexpected development. But we got a whole lot of shit that's occurring in and around that. And it's interesting what's happening to society. So, as we go on a, out and about, as the O-bursts, we're going to be as positive as possible and try to have a wonderful time away and try to find that lake life vibration. And I want you all to do the same thing and try to uh, build a better life for yourselves and those you love. Happy Independence Day.